I'm told that spirit is only 5%. Oh, man, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm about more Budweiser shit. Yeah, I bought this bitch. And it, it's a cool, it's from Broody Trait. They got this called Lime Laser. It has a lime, a little lime taste to it. But when I tasted it, I was like, huh, this doesn't taste kind of low. And it didn't it have. It like water. Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 273 of the What Up, Though? podcast. Yep, yep. On time this week. Uh-huh. Uh, I take that back. It make it sound we normally late. We normally not. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. On time yeah. this week, nonetheless. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if we record on Wednesday, we're on time pretty much. So mm-hmm. <laughs> time, time is irrelevant until we post in the morning and shit. So true that. True that. Uh, what you smoking on? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's something called, uh, let me see. Yeah, I was hoping it was a follow up. I was hoping it was a follow up because I don't know. I'm like, what do you mean, sir? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's one I got from Daryl. So, um, I had looked at in the in the label, like the print, there's so much going on in the label and it, it's hard to read. So, I had to look at it, but it's called the Gar Clown. Huh. It's you, from uh, his did you little, post that? uh, yeah, yeah, I posted it okay, like five minutes ago. But yeah, oh, okay, yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, I think he does that. Uh, the uh, I think he does the luxury cigar club and the Provada uh, Provada club or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, it's, it's from his Provada Provada club. Man, that brother didn't jump right into just straight fancy shit, boy. I mean, I know he's not a new <laughs> smoker, but man, that's a, those clubs are pretty dope. I mean, you get a lot of exclusive shit. A lot of cool shit. I'll just be worried that I can't find the shit no more. Yeah, yeah. He said that is a problem, but he's also said that uh, a lot of the stuff that he gets in that, they sell at the Godfather uh, Cigar Lounge. The oh, one that's uh, uh, like 23 miles. Not even the one by me. The one is like, it's farther than my house. Like, Because <laughs> there's one right by my house, but then there's one that's a little bit farther, like on 23 mile and something like Shelby or something like that. I think that's the one that that be selling the shit. But I don't know. It could be the one by my house. But I just remember when, when I went to the one by my house, I was very underwhelmed by by what they had. Yeah, I've not been to, I've not been to either, and it's just far as fuck. Like I feel like I want to, I want to drink, have a drink or two or some shit, and then I got to drive the fuck home. So I'm gonna make it out there one day, one of them. Yeah, the like the one by my house is like real close, like. I wouldn't necessarily call it walking distance. It's walking distance if you feel like having a fairly lengthy walk, but it's not like it's m- maybe maybe two miles. Probably not even two miles. Probably like a mile, mile and a half. So you know, it's not that far. Yeah, I'm not walking. I I only walk for the purposes of. I'm not walking for leisure. So fuck that. Um, yeah, but it, it's just an example to say how close. Yeah, it is. yeah. I don't gotcha, even like gotcha. walking to my fucking. My fucking mailbox, nigga. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't actually walk there, but I'm just saying it's, it's it's close enough to walk if you are one who doesn't mind walking a mile, a mile and a half. Okay, that's fair. 
I wouldn't, yeah. but that's fair. I appreciate the Me neither. The, the range. Yeah. <laughs> I talked to him because I wanted he had got he had, had that uh Bonaventure uh LCA that he was um mm-hmm. gonna let me get whenever I get. I'm actually having a Bonaventure now. Um and these are really good. The thing I'm just curious if it's worth the price tag, because there's not too many Bonaventure cigars that are like plus eight bucks. So uh, I'm just curious, price-wise, is it one of those? It's like a must-have and shit. Yeah, I don't know, but I've liked the ones that I've had, though. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. So um, happy uh, Juneteenth week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the motherfuckers in government decided to make it. Well, is it official yet? Or we're waiting on Biden to sign off for it. Uh, waiting on Biden to sign off. Okay. Um, yeah. How, so, how you how you feel about that? <laughs> you know what, man? I don't know if I really have a true feeling on it. I just because I think that it's. I feel like it's going to get somehow commercialized, and it's just going to just lessen the meaning of it. Uh, but I think even worse than that. Having June having Juneteenth because of the federal holiday is great, but then not being able to teach people why Juneteenth even exists is a bigger problem. Like I've been seeing that the you know critical race theory been tossed around this week. And uh I think the governor of Texas banned that concept of being taught in schools or some shit. Indeed, uh, he did. And I think it was Texas. Yeah, it was Texas. Yeah, it was, it was at, well, I think it's Abbott, Abbott, or whatever. Yeah, Abbott. Yeah, that's Texas. Yeah, yeah. That's Texas. Um, and so I been I had been really meaning to do a little more research on uh critical race theory, but in short, from Wiki, it is an academic movement of civil rights scholars and activists in the United States who seek to critically examine the laws as it intersects with issues of race and to challenge mainstream liberal approach to racial justice. So in short, I take that as calling white people out on their shit. And I <laughs> and I don't think that not not I don't think feel strongly that people like the Texas governor and a lot of other people who feel like them don't want those conversations to happen. Like this is a perfect, this is a perfect example to use the fuck ass Twitter phrase, but they ain't ready for this conversation. Like they're not (laughs) ready for this conversation. (laughs) That is, that is a perfect time to use that fuck ass phrase that has literally probably not once been used (laughs) appropriately right i feel very strongly that i've used it i'm in the top three percent of using it for the actual meaning it's supposed to be right so yeah not the the other 97 percent is times where somebody just want an excuse to talk about what they want to talk about (laughs) well what i hate about the phrases on twitter or any social media i've seen on facebook too is that the person who says it you would think would be the person who has the information to talk about it and they never fucking do Every time I see it, they just throw that phrase out there and they vanish. Like, well, this was the time. Let's talk. 
<laughs> right. And they just never do. It's all ain't ready though. No, they ain't ready. Right, ahead. exactly. Like I think I think that's the thing they're gonna tell me we ain't ready. And I'm like, what dings is ready or not to talk about certain shit? But yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, what what's your thoughts on 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 it being deemed a holiday? Um, I like the idea of having having a a national holiday that celebrates something black or commemorates something black. But I don't like I it, this feels really petty, I guess. I don't like the idea of white people getting to celebrate the day they freed us. <laughs> like, hey, like, that's that's what do you pat yourself on the back? Like, that's solid. Like, that's solid. I I I'm with that. I am totally with that. Like you you can't have like a holiday observed where only black people can observe it because that's just like I don't know, that's just not gonna help any kind of racial dialogue or whatever. To have like a black a holiday for only black people, like especially like they get the day off, it's like oh, it's the day that black people get off work. Like this just it's just not gonna fly. No. But at the same time, dog, I'm just like man, I don't I don't feel good. It's just it just don't feel good. Like why the fuck would white people have that day off? Like the day wouldn't even be necessary if it wasn't for y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> like right. y'all get the y'all get a day off to celebrate the day where you finally decided to free niggas. Like come on, dog. <laughs> I, I would feel like, odd as a white person to beat that to, to take off. I that man, I that's what I feel like anybody who's a halfway decent person should feel like because we did that at my job. Like uh last Juneteenth, we made it so that uh you know it was it was like right on the heels of one of the eighteen thousand uh situations of police shooting black people. And my job was basically like we want people to be able to to uh celebrate Juneteenth so you could take the day off you know, with pay, like a normal day off, like a holiday and no questions asked, like you just do the right thing. Right. Just, just don't, you know, they, they, they didn't say don't take it off if you're not celebrating Juneteenth, but they were kind of just like, you know, do, do what you feel is best. And I got probably, I don't know. I got maybe, and, and they said that we couldn't question people like, if, like about why they were taking the day off. So like if I got a request from a white person to take that day off, I couldn't say what you why you taking it off. Like I couldn't say nothing. I just had to prove it. And I got so many requests from white white folks that day and I just did not feel good about it because I was like if it was me and I was a white person, I would not feel good about taking that day off. Like and even then I might still do it cuz I mean fuck it, it's a day off. Like I'm not <laughs> like I I'm not gonna let my morals get in the way of <laughs> having a day off. Right. But like I don't know, but I like I would feel a way about it. Like I would feel a way because I would feel like I'm taking advantage of something. Because it's not like it's not like a day for black people to you know celebrate something wholesome. It's the well, I mean, it's something wholesome, but it's 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 on the heels of something horrible. So it's like like I I, I wouldn't feel good as a white person to 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 treat myself on an occasion that is meant for black people to celebrate their freedom that my people put them in in the first place. Like I, I will feel guilty about that because, because I'm a halfway decent person. And like that, that's what you said. Like, I don't know I, if I was a white person, I feel a way about doing that, but making it a, making it a, a holiday, makes it so they don't have, have to feel no kind of way. It's a day. Like it's off. You are like, it, it is what it is. But like, I don't know. I just, I just, it doesn't, it just does, doesn't sit that well with me that they should get that day off because like, it's it's a day that that we use to celebrate, but it's a day that underneath that that, that celebration 
is a it's it's also partially like in mourning because it's like you know like this is a situation that we're celebrating this ended but it's a, a a horrific situation that happened for a really long fucking time like and i don't feel like white people should get to indulge in that because it's their fault <laughs> so it's like <laughs> i don't know man it, it's 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 weird and then also i don't like the fact that i feel like this is another one of those situations where it's it's the same as like you know taking you know changing the aunt jemima label or the uncle ben label or you know all these meaningless platitudes that they give black folks instead of actually doing something to help us. So it's like, that don't help that don't help us in no kind of way. That's just like a, that's a, some, some fake shit that you can lay out in front of somebody and make them feel good, but it don't really, it don't really make no difference in anybody's life. So it's like, you know, they sign that fucking Asian hate bill after 45 seconds, and then they just give us like fucking pancake syrup and fucking, <laughs> and this holiday. And it's like, it feels like you're not, like you're not being appreciative of getting the holiday, which I am, but it's just a, it's just a, an example a, a, a millionth example of them giving us anything but what we want or deserve and giving us this other like meaningless shit instead. So it's like, I don't know, like there's, I, I, I have more cons about it than I do pros. I'd rather, I kind of would prefer it stay the way it is. And I would just take the day off myself. Like I'd rather use my own time off to take the day off myself than to have every white person in the country have the day off knowing good and damn well they ain't got no business celebrating the end of what they inflicted on a whole group of people. Like, so <laughs> I'd rather just use my fucking PTO. So, I mean, <laughs> and that's what I've been doing every single year. I take the Monday after Father's Day off, which almost also always coincides with Juneteenth w- within a day or two difference. And I always use my own time. And I don't know, I kind of prefer to stay that way. Like, I would even as a white person, I would feel like if my black friends were having a Juneteenth celebration, I would just not make myself available or not even want to go. Not that they would invite me, but you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like I I have a friend who's uh, they doing a bunch of Juneteenth activity at the crib and shit. And I'm just like, I want, and I, I don't, I don't recall them having too many white people, white friends, but I would feel some kind of way if I met some Juneteenth celebration and some white people pull up like, why the fuck y'all here? Like what? Are, what are y'all celebrating? Like, like is this supposed to be the celebration of solidarity too? Like, that would be y'all looking really, for a thank you? Yeah, like, like, like here he is. Here's Brett. Brett, good looking out, my dude. Like, yeah, I don't know. That I, I think that would be very odd too. But yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm torn. I mean, I, it's hard to be appreciative of some shit that should have happened years ago or shouldn't even be one it shouldn't be a thing but since it was a thing that something that we had the that we had to wait to 2021 to (laughs) to 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 put in action and which won't actually be in effect into 2022 technically you know so um yes it's it's it's, yeah i'm i'm just kind of kind of torn and the fact that we can have Juneteenth, but we really can't teach people why all this shit happened. Like, you know, that's that's kind of a weird, a weird thing with it as well. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I I just I seen something on Facebook about you know, uh, it was it was something to the effect of, you know, there's gonna be a lot of random places, you know, commercial places selling. Uh, Juneteenth stuff and make sure that you're buying from black businesses and stuff like that and and I can appreciate it I mean I'm not out buying random ass 
Juneteenth garb and gear and shit. Uh, but I damn sure don't want no white people out here or any any other person uh, benefiting off the shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you you think it's gonna be like like Walmart gonna have a Juneteenth sale like all watermelon half off? Man, <laughs> they they should burn that bitch down if it do. Burn that motherfucker down. Fucking chicken somebody and, will chicken somebody and will fuck that up. Chicken and waffles with a uh, <laughs> with a watermelon. So I it was a, when I was in uh, Miami a couple weeks ago. There was a uh, this restaurant we went to called Yardbird something. And they had this chicken, waffles, and watermelon meal. And I was like, man, fuck that. Why do y'all even have this shit? <laughs> Wife was like, you don't get it? I'm like, no. Like, <laughs> I, I I enjoy watermelon just like, like the next other Negro if they if they do. But no, I'm just not. I, and I've never had chicken and watermelon at the same time. And I feel like I won't anyway. That just, I don't even think that's a good combination anyway. I don't either. I was, I've never had that either. And I don't, I wouldn't, I don't know. I wouldn't want that. Let me get some fried chicken and some watermelon. Like that, don't, I don't know. It don't seem right. <laughs> I only eat chicken and waffles. Like I, I, I always, I still think that's an odd combo. But people love it, so go for it. But yeah, I'm. Yeah. Just give me my chicken. I don't even want no watermelon drink. Like just give me my chicken the way <laughs> it is, and I'll figure out the watermelon shit another meal. Like that doesn't have to be a part of this meal, like at all. So yeah, no watermelon and chicken. So. But yeah, so that's it's, it's interesting. Um, Texas is a, a a wild place. I mean, in the last what couple of months, maybe in a month, Texas has had a governor to try to ban critical race theory. They've opened up op- uh, what concealed weapons to everybody or some crazy shit. It was something like that. Yeah, something I didn't like look too deeply into it, but and, and yeah, now, there's something about it. So everybody can have guns. Fuck it. Yeah, and now <laughs> they uh, <laughs> they don't have enough. Their their grid is still fucked up, so everybody can't even run their ACs and all kind of crazy shit. So they got enough problems <laughs> down there. Yeah, uh, yeah, Texas man, Texas fighting it out. Texas fighting it out with Florida, dog. They 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 really they really scrapping it out, man. Like who could be the worst state? Like they they they're putting in work, man. Texas Texas ought to come up, man. They they in the number two. They still in the number two spot, but they they're knocking on the door at the number one spot. But as soon as as soon as te- as soon as Texas gets really close, Florida gonna do something like real dumb. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, shit. The week before, the week before I went there it was like there. It was two fucking mass shootings down there, like this and. And what was even crazier that Delvin didn't even seem fucking surprised. Of course not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He just like, yeah, that shit, that shit just happens. I'm like, okay. Like, well, yeah. the one with it was one with the 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 baby was was somehow in cahoots <laughs> with. Oh no, he had he got questioned. And then the other one, motherfucker, shot yeah, got like thirty people or twenty five people or some crazy shit <laughs> in three point six seconds or some shit. <laughs> some crazy was that like, that this, one. Or- and, and, and not to say that Detroit is free of shootings and shit, you know, shit pop off here as well. So I'm not that person, but I'm just like, damn, you just think about that shit as you're traveling to a place and, you know, shit popping off like that. Like, fuck. At least we only shoot one person at a time. <laughs> that is true. Wait, now you're dumping on the whole club. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen a, I don't know of a club shooting that's happened in Detroit that I could think of at least. It's been a while. It's been a while. I mean, I mean, back when downtown was like really, really popping, 
it seemed like it would happen at St. Andrews like fairly often. <laughs> like somebody yeah, got shot yeah. at St. Andrews. Well, and then too, <laughs> I, and I take that back. Well, it wasn't St. Club, but it was some. It's been some crazy shit at uh in Greek Town. Uh, like like shit. It was like last week or two weeks ago. Uh, some motherfuckers was fighting and and got in an altercation with some cops and some shit. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. COVID is uh is eased up and uh niggadom has increased like exponentially. <laughs> like, man, COVID said I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my foot off the gas and niggadom was like <laughs> pulled up real fast. Like, right. We in this if, bitch. If, if Nigadum was a person, it'd be in a charger with fucking guns and shit. You know what I'm saying? He'd be, be on the lodge with it. <laughs> on the lodge with it. In a charger. Doing donuts. Doing donuts with a nigga hanging off the back of it. Like that is Nigadum <laughs> if it was a person. Hell yeah. <laughs> mm, mm, Man. Mm. So I yeah. wonder what uh what a nasty ass potato salad the uh, white people gonna bring to the Juneteenth party? <laughs> Bruh, we some potato that, salad with raisins, uh, kale. Bruh, <laughs> that first off, that is for, that is that sounds foul as fuck. One and two, that is a great segue into the next topic. Uh, I would like to call potato salad wars. Oh, okay. So, um. Maybe yesterday or the day before, uh, the kitchen had. Are you familiar with the kitchen uh, Twitter page? Nah, it's uh, it's kitchen K I T C H N. They just basically post recipes and shit like that. So okay. anyway, they did a post. I posted the link so you could click it in the uh, notes so you could see the picture. Okay. But there's a uh, a picture of so the the tweet was we tested four famous potato salad recipes and had a hard time picking a winner so if you can check that tweet out and look at the picture because this again yeah, I'm I'm visual, it up right now a better visual of uh what i want to kind of talk <laughs> about all right i got it open okay so um if you're familiar with just cooking channels and tv and women you would probably recognize most of these women so you have ina garden i recognize two of them um you have carla hall which is I the, the only her. black woman uh yeah pioneer <laughs> <Right>. woman <laughs> i don't know who that is Pir- you, you say you do or do not i don't i don't okay. know who that yeah is. she's well she's fairly new on my radar which in the last year or two um but yeah and then you had julia child which is a right. long and time in the is. game and shit so right i see this and i say off rip, my top two was Ina Garden and Julia Child. I know they've been in the game for a while. And then I started looking at the potato salads, and I'm like, definitely Ina and Julia. And then I look over at Carla, the only black woman, and I'm like, what the fuck is in this bowl? <laughs> I'm like, nigga, this is a bunch of fucking honeydew. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> This is Bruh. like a fruit bowl or some shit. And I'm assuming this is actually potatoes that look no, like a fruit. It's, it's potatoes. It's potatoes. So but, like, what you it just see, looks like what you see is potatoes. I forget what the green is, but the red is uh red peppers. Okay. <laughs> um that looks fucked up. Now it looks totally green fucked looks up. like okra, nigga. <laughs> Bruh. So 
Uh, let me, I'm gonna scroll down, but this, so what is your, well, give me your, your thoughts on all of them while you're looking and I'm kind of scroll down to this recipe. To, to be, to start off, I don't really fuck with potato salad like that. I don't but, either as much, but I just want you, if you, I mean, appearance alone, just kind of give your thoughts and you know, we'll go from yeah. there. Nothing crazy. Based on, based on appearance alone, Carla got by far the worst one mm-hmm. and Julia Child got by far the best one. Okay. Uh, and then. Ina Garten and Pioneer Woman. What kind of stupid fucking name is that? Uh, both of them are in the middle. And I can't tell what Pioneer Woman is. Is this like a bunch of eggs or is this like mashed potatoes? Like, I can't really tell what hers is. Yeah. So, like, the only ones that actually look like potato salad are Ina Garten's and Julia Child's. Right. So... And Carlos just look Carlos just look like some like I don't even know like they like something a white person make. So someone said, <laughs> and I wish I could recall call who. Someone said that Carla's potato salad look, looks like home fries that needs to be cooked. Like yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, that look that just looks disgusting. And I'm just I'm just I mean, in the week of Juneteenth become a federal holiday, Carla puts this bullshit online. Like I am totally disgusted. Like this totally reminds me of and I, I posted in the chat earlier in our uh, drunkers chat this totally reminds me of when everybody found out that stanley couldn't play basketball like this is the disappointment <laughs> of the black person i saw that but i didn't know what you was talking about at the time and i didn't scroll up to find out because i was busy but like yeah. now now i now i get it oh, this is totally it carla hall is stanley on the court that is just 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 <laughs> this potato salad is terrible. So when I first saw this picture, I was like, my my top two was Ina and Julia. Um, Ina, it has like a deal. It's just more of a deal, but it just has that creamy like. And and for the record, I'm not the hugest potato salad uh, fan. I do well. I do like, but it's not there anymore. But do you recall? Did you ever go uh, get anything? Um, Order from uh, Billy Sims, the barbecue joint. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they used to have it on Ten and Telegraph, but they closed that one. I guess they have one in Troy, but they used to have. Yeah, it's, right, it's right by me. That's yeah, oh, okay. I went there. Yeah, it's right by yeah. me. Yeah, so they have a baked potato potato salad that's really really good. Like it's really good, and that's the only one I really like. Uh, but so I used to get that all the time. My mom makes, from what I understand, my mom makes really great potato salad, but I don't eat potato salad like that. So. Everybody tells me that shit, and I'd probably take a fork for it, and I'm done. But everybody loves my mom's <laughs> potato salad. I just, I just never got into potato salad. But yeah, so I was like Ina, and I couldn't pick between Ina and Julia. Uh, Pioneer Woman, it just like it was too much egg. Like it's a lot of fucking yeah, egg. I like, and yeah, I, I just, couldn't tell if it was like I said. I can't tell if it's, it's mashed up eggs, like you would put in like a deviled egg. Yeah, or if it's yeah, like mashed yeah. up potatoes. Yeah, I like think it's, it's like, egg, but I'm not totally certain. But it looks like a lot of fucking egg. If I had to guess, it looks like a lot of egg. So I really want to fuck with her. That's some, some bad news for you. Yeah, yeah. It, so <laughs> I found is, out. I found out what's in Carlos that, that you didn't recognize, and you ain't gonna like it. Oh, the green. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny because yeah. I, ju- I just clicked her recipe. It's, it's a fucking cucumber. Carla Hall also opts for pickles, which is why I included her recipe. (laughs) It's not not done. It's not done. Let's listen. She goes all in on pickle flavor by boiling her potatoes in a mixture of water and pickle brine, adding pickle brine to the dressing, and stirring chopped pickles into the salad. (laughs) Oh, 
I want to block her it's on Twitter. Nick, it's, Nick, it's all pickles and, and uncooked potatoes. Oh, <laughs> oh man, I didn't even get to that point. I, you know, it's funny. I just opened her recipe so I could look to see because I knew it was red pepper. Replies. Yeah, oh yeah, like in I, reply. Somebody put that as a picture. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm looking at her recipe now. Yeah, it's it's fucking uh three three fourths cup of pickled brine. Yeah, this. Oh, oh yeah. So. But yeah, so the ratings go, and which I had Ina or Julia, and I couldn't pick a winner. So they picked the uh, first one was Ina's. Okay. Then two was Julia. Then for some fucking odd reason, they picked uh, Carla Hall's for three, and they left uh, Pioneer Woman at four. I. I which I'm not understanding. Like how they gave Carla and uh, Pioneer Woman nine a, a rating of a nine point five out of ten. Like, uh, like who was voting for this shit? It had to be other white people. Like I don't get it. The the replies are fucking hilarious. It's all people putting Carla, honey, and like gifts of old black people looking upset. <laughs> Oh yeah, they were going when I when I remember tweeting that, and I seen a, a bunch of folks tweeted afterwards and shit. Oh, they were going in, uh, going in. Uh, they need to put my old boy from uh uh what was the nigga's name? Stop the one where the one uh little skinny white dude would be dancing, and then the fat black dude would be uh with him. They'd be like, oh look, what is you doing, baby? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they need to put him put him in response to Carl like. What is you doing, baby? I, I I I don't know if she's released a statement yet, but uh, yeah, that shit's garbage. <laughs> released a statement. <laughs> you got you got you got to come back and say this is a mistake. Like I didn't mean it. <laughs> she made a whole pickle salad. <laughs> Bruh, and, um, I just chop up some raw I, potatoes and put them in there too. <laughs> I just searched her name and Twitter, and the gifts are fucking hilarious, dog. Oh my god, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> too bad so sad Carla I just don't know I don't know what I feel like you gotta even as like even as somebody like me who don't even really eat potato salad like I would know better than to submit that as a as a potato salad as a black person and expect to not get roasted dog like come on man you made a fuck it's got a bunch of pickles in it like so was, and I love was, pickles. Yeah. What's what's funny is that uh so someone tweeted her and then she said, um, if this was my potato fat potato salad, you could take my black card, but here I'm gonna give you this one. So she sends him a recipe of a different potato salad. So I guess she's trying to clear her name, but I'm like, why would you post that and that was your shit? Like that's your name attached, your picture attached. And then so okay, wow, this is interesting. So people are saying that. This is not her recipe. Well, then she should have a big problem with somebody. <laughs> All right. Because ain't yeah. nobody about to say I made something that I ain't made. Bruh. I can put my name on some fucking pickle salad. <laughs> like, here's Michael's submission for potato salad. Like, no, nigga. Like, no, you did not just do that. <laughs> no, but then I'm looking on her, her Twitter page. She's saying, this is one of my recipes, and I'm not giving up my black car. Ha, ha, ha. For oh, then she well, says good. for a non-creamy. So this is supposed to be okay. She says for a non-creamy vegan potato salad, embrace the pickle brine. Man, girl, fuck you. Nobody's embracing that <laughs> shit. 
you should, just put your, you should just put your regular <laughs> shit on there and been cool. Like you trying to appease right, the girl, and yeah, no. that's how you know she lying. That's how you know she lying. Didn't nobody say, uh, "Let me get a, a, a all vegan recipe out of you"? Like, and you wasn't doing too much. You could have submitted as a black person if you in a contest for potato salad and you a chef. Submit the most fire potato salad that you got in your arsenal. Don't just voluntarily submit some fucking uh, raw potatoes and pickles and be like, "Yeah, this is my vegan option." No, don't don't do the most. Let the white people try to do some vegan options. That's that's they lane. Like let them have that. And they that sure lane. as hell. And they you and post it, the nigga potato salad. And they that's sure as hell. Lane. And they sure as hell didn't. Mm-hmm. Like Ina, I expected name, nothing. Ina, Ina Garden or whatever. Yeah, her I, and Julia Child swerved right into the black lane. I, I, I didn't. I didn't expect nothing less from Ina and Julia Child. Julia Child been in this uh, this TV uh, cooking shit for years. I knew she wasn't gonna post no bullshit. And I absolutely love Ina Garden shit. Like I watch her. Sh- I used to watch her shit a lot. I don't watch it as much, but she's always cooking some rich ass shit with a tub of butter and some shit. Like I knew she was gonna have some <laughs> some fire shit. But Carla threw me off, like, and I thought Pioneer Woman would be a little better because I watched a few of her things and she done some decent food. But yeah, but she kind of disappointed with all them fucking eggs. Like it almost looked like if you if someone said they made a a devil devil egg salad or some shit, like that's what that yeah. looks like or something. Which I love devil yeah, eggs, but like. that just don't seem right at all. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so there yeah. you Damn, had um, Carla on Carla. Juneteenth, nigga. Come on, like Juneteenth week, <laughs> she fucking around with this bullshit. All these goddamn pickles and shit. Man, you don't get the fuck on with that shit. Yeah, you need, you still need to relinquish your black card for not knowing better than to post that in a thing where you are representing black people cooking black a uh, black ass food. Like, man, come on, man. That's like, that's like if you was like, that's like if you was like, right, yeah, that's like if you was like, okay, let's all submit like our best fucking like fried chicken recipe or some shit like that. And you got three white people and a black person, and three white people all cook fried chicken. And the black person goes, "Here goes some deep fried cauliflower. It's my vegan option for ch- <laughs> for chicken." <laughs> like, no, your black car gone, gone. Have you like, just, the just fuck post on? the fucking chicken. Post, make some fried chicken. That's oh, how you know she lying. She's making me. Drink. That's her go-to. I won't even try that to. That's her goddamn go-to. I wasn't even going to drink liquor. I was just going to sip my beer, but I just had to do me a pour because, uh, yeah. She done got me stressed out, dog. <laughs> Damn, it's the wrong week to do this, too, man. Of all weeks, the blackest, the, crazy. the blackest week in June, and you decide to post that book. Oh. Anyways, enough man. of that shit, because I'm, I'm frustrated talking about them. Um, <laughs> so, Handmaid's Tale. So, I... I have not read anything on what The Handmaid's Tale is. Now, I know you've given me brief descriptions and uh, so forth, but if you can give a short, non-spoiler description of what Handmaid's Tale is, that would help me and, I guess, the listeners who don't know, uh, know a little bit about it. All right, I'll give you a little bit more than I gave you last time, Pause. And okay. then you, you can give your thoughts on <laughs> you give your thoughts on what you've seen so far. But basically, it takes place in a uh, like a dystopian future where uh, there is a, a crisis in in uh, fertility. Like women are able to have babies and the population is is struggling. So in order to 
uh, facilitate childbirth. The women who are able to have babies are essentially uh, forcefully put into situations where they live in a household with a man and a wife. The man is is uh, called a commander and the woman essentially belongs to him and his wife. And she serves as a uh, basically a <laughs> basically a cum receptacle for, for childbirth. So the, the, the commander has sex with the, the woman who is called the handmaid. And it's like a ritual, like a ceremony. And they do it every month when the, you know, when the woman is, is ovulating and the plan is, you know, the goal is to get the woman pregnant. And so they can continue to, you know, help the birth rate and help keep up the population. But also throughout all of this, aside from the rape, is also the fact that they re- they treat handmaids like shit overall, period. They're, you know, basically it's a it's a it's a world where women are treated like pure pure shit and as 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 a tool for for men to have sex with and make babies and for them to you know they have other women who are in charge of kind of like bossing around the handmaids they're called aunts like a like a uncle uh, and then they're called and then they have like marthas who are like women who are kind of like maids sort of and these like they're all in servitude in this one place called gilead which is like a like a a, a a a place within America. It's kind of like its own thing. And the show itself is kind of murky as far as like the placement of Gilead, where it is and the boundaries of it. But like essentially Gilead is this place within America where all of this takes place. And the world is kind of like, I don't say at war, but like they are, they are at odds with one another. Everything's smooth in Canada. Canada is like the safe haven where everything is fucking normal. And just like slaves trying to escape the South, women want to, handmaids want to escape Gilead and make it to Canada where they're, where everything's like it is right now. It's fucking normal. And women are treated like fucking human beings instead of like uh, sex slaves and all that kind of shit. So that's essentially what it's about. And um, the main character played by Elizabeth Moss is like the main, you know, handmaid of the show. And she's like the handmaid to uh, a commander waterford and his wife serena that's okay. it that, that that helps that helps a lot um yeah so i'm so i'm only two episodes in uh and it's yeah it's it's it has a it's not a lot that's happened but it's like a lot at the same time like just uh it's almost like i mean i mean they're pretty much they're fucking slaves um mm-hmm. and it's just <laughs> I don't know. One, it's just wild seeing white people slave enslave other white people. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's definitely interesting. But yeah, I, I I mean I got to a, I mean you you talked about uh, you know them impregnating, so that's not a spoiler. But I got to a one point where they were doing that whole thing, and it's just yeah, it's just wild, dude. Like the language they use with each other is really crazy. It's really weird. Uh, oh, it's yeah, it's really religious too. Like, yeah. It, it, yeah. They, yeah, it's like a religious place and they kind of make it seem like they kind of make it seem like they're doing it for a holy purpose, but they still treat these women like shit. So it's like oh, totally. it's it's very it's very hypocritical. Like they 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 have like weird uh phrases that they say to one another, but it's like all kind of like a, on a religious basis. They yeah, pretend I mean, they they headcanon it by making it sound like it, it's for holy purposes. 
Yeah, it's like the white the version good. of the it's like the white version of the black church, you know. You know, praise God, God is good, and then somebody around you all the time, you're like, what the fuck they say that from? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. It's just, just like that. Yeah, you know, I forget the I, I can't remember the phrases offhand, but you know, you know, the, the day is great, you know. Uh God blesses yeah. you too, and you know, all the other shit. But then they treat them like shit. Like, yep. how do you yeah, yep. it's yeah. And I, I and, and I would then, imagine uh, a lot of people uh could would correlate that to like modern day church and shit in some some aspects but yeah yeah and then another thing another thing to keep in mind about it too is that the book that it's based off of was written in the 80s but the show came out in 2017 which was the essentially the peak of the donald trump era Mm, so what made that show even even scarier was the fact that the way Trump was behaving, you think about grabbing by the pussy and like all this kind of shit, like the way Trump was behaving, the show seemed far less unrealistic than it probably was when the woman wrote it in the eighties. Like the woman who wrote it in the eighties, like, man, this is some crazy off the wall shit I'm writing. And then we watch it 2017. Like this could be happening by 2020. <laughs> like, it was Jesus. like, it was, yeah, it was it, the show watching it in, in during Trump's presidency was, it made the show un, un, even more unsettling than it would be otherwise because there were so many things that felt like they could happen today because of the way Trump was behaving at the time. So, like, it, it's watching it in 2021 with Trump gone, it probably won't have as much of that same effect. But, man, it's 17 and 18, dog. Man, watching that shit, it was like, man, Trump gonna have us in Gilead in no time. <laughs> like, mm, mm, mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I can I can still grasp a lot of that still, even him not even just knowing of the times we lived in with him and shit. So that's interesting. I didn't know what the uh, time frame and when it started. So that's uh, pretty cool to have it, to know that time frame. But yeah, I'm uh I'm I'm, I'm I, I pro- well, I won't watch one tonight. I probably catch up after I, the weekend when I come back from visiting the in laws and shit and uh, jump into it. How many seasons is it? Um, the fourth season just ended today. And there is a fifth season coming. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. It, yeah, it was renewed for a fifth season. I think before this season even started. So like, I, I I don't know if it's going beyond that, but there's also so the the author wrote another book, I think around the time that the show started airing. So like, I think like I, I guess the show inspired her to write another book. So the second book came out. And it has not yet been adapted on the show because it just it was it just came out. So the show is kind of like the first season is kind of like based off the off the book. And then they kind of did their own thing for seasons two, three and four. But now a new book is out. So they might model like a fifth or sixth season or something like that off the new book. But I don't know. I don't know anything about the new book. I think my wife has it. I don't know if she's read it, but I think she has it like, you know, like an audio book or, or something like that. But I'm I'm not going I'm I'm not going to read it. But um, I'll continue to watch the show. Mm, okay. But yeah, a whole a whole lot of unsettling shit happens on that show, like real fucking unsettling and uncomfortable shit. Yeah, my uh, my wife said she watched the first season and she's not continuing. So uh, she said it was just really fucked up and she just she just had a lot of feels. <laughs> and so she was like, "No," I was like, "Oh, okay then. Well, I uh, I won't talk about it to you then." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 like that. Like it's it's one of the things where like I have a I have a pretty strong stomach for uh you know watching like fucked up stuff and like movies and television. But 
also as a man, it's not going, it's not, it's just not going to hit me the same. So like, mm -hmm. it, 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 I've heard that across the board, there are women who just feel like they just cannot handle watching it. And they certainly can't handle. And I've heard men say this too, that they struggle to binge watch it because it's just too much to take in it at, at you know, all at once like that. So I think it kind of depends on who you are as a person. Like if you somebody who has like a weak stomach for that kind of thing, like I said, I know a guy who was like, I, he binge watched it over the course of, I think maybe like the past two or three months. And he said it was really hard for him to get through. So yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot for some people. Um, but yeah, there's a whole lot of really, there's a whole lot of really problematic imagery and concepts and behaviors that happen in that show that are just really, really fucked up. Yeah, I, I feel like I have to like counter watching this with like something more happier or some shit just to to have an even kill of of shows. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I, but I want to watch something new, so I don't want. I didn't want to jump back into. Uh, uh, although my boss is uh, watching rewatching uh, Breaking Bad, and I've never watched that twice, so I've been thinking about Breaking Bad. But, I'm on the I'm on the cusp of possibly starting Breaking Bad for a third time. Um, like I told you, my, my wife's brother comes over every weekend and we watch Game of Thrones because he had never seen it before. And my wife and I have seen it 8,000 times. So it was cool to like watch it with him, you know, watch it with somebody who's experiencing it for the first time and who wasn't spoiled on nothing. So that's been cool, but we're about to wrap that up. Like we're on the final season. So uh, we're about to finish Game of Thrones. So like we're trying to decide what we're going to watch next. And yeah, I'm giving Breaking Bad some consideration as the thing to kind of like have him watch next. Because, uh, you know, my wife and I have seen it. She's seen it, uh, you know, one time through and I've seen it twice through. So um, it'll be my third time on Breaking Bad. But yeah, for some I'm reason, cool I don't know that. why I didn't watch uh, Breaking Bad again after all these years. But I think I'm ready. Um, and partly because I'm forgetting shit. Like somebody was uh, my boss was telling me about some parts and I'm like, man, I don't recall that shit. So. I think I'm gonna uh, give it a watch. And oh, did you know that they got teasers for uh, fucking Dexter, dude? Did you ever watch Dexter? Yes, and yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't know they had. They brought out teasers like last month and shit. Yeah. Had no clue. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They. Uh. I think it's supposed to come back in the fall. I think it's just. I think it's just gonna be one season. And my my guess is that uh, due to people's dissatisfaction with how it ended. I guess they just said they just decided, you know what, let's do one more season and try to end it right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And they 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 dropped. I've seen, I think, two teasers. Yeah, I think one of them. One of them was like, I don't even think it had any any footage in it or anything like that. And, or and it might have had like one shot a, a Dexter at the end of it. But then the most recent one, it had him in it, but it didn't have like no meaningful footage. It was just like him walking down the street saying hi to people or something like that. And then, like, he sees, like, a knife in the window or something. Yeah, and he's just and... started getting the feels and shit or something. You know, like, <laughs> right. Like, oh, my God, blood and shit, you know. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, shit, now my dick's hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it ended it ended trash as fuck, and I think everybody can can attest to that. But the way – even the teaser, it just seems like that's – a the teaser is great. It's short, but it's great because it just kind of – it fits the ending. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it fits the ending, so it's like cool. I, I'm, but I'm looking forward to that. That would definitely be on my list of shits to watch when that when that. Yeah, comes that's back, an, so. That's that's also my consideration for the next thing that we could watch as a group, 
because I already I knew that the the I think it, what is this the would this be the eighth or the ninth season? I can't remember if it ran seven or eight seasons. I don't know, but um, whatever the case may be, I know that the the next season is coming up fairly soon, and my wife hasn't seen the show at all, and so it'll be new for both of them. And I have a personal kind of connection to Dexter because it was one of the first things that I watched when I started getting into TV. When I was like, you know, like I hear that there's good TV shows now, and that gar- TV isn't garbage anymore. Like, like let me let me check it out. And I and Dexter is one of the first things that I watched, and I was so captivated by like those first maybe like four seasons or so. I w- I was just like, oh man, this show is fucking insane. Like this is crazy good. So I have so many fond memories of Dexter and it, it just holds a soft spot in my heart for being one of the first things that I watched once I got into like, you know, uh, what they call prestige TV. So, you know, I, I, I look forward to like, if, if we do watch it, some of those like big moments, not big moments, but just some of like, like the, the really good seasons, like that first season, um, you know, the, I think the, the fourth season, I think the one that had my man from uh, uh, Third Rock from the Sun in it. Uh, fuck, well, I can't remember his name. Which season? Uh, you know what I'm talking about the 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 one that had my man from Third Rock from the Sun, uh, John Lithgow. Him. Oh it was, yeah, uh, yeah. He was like the uh, the Trinity Killer, I think was his name or something. I think that was season four. Like I think that was I think that was the last great season. I think, but um, yeah, like I I don't know. I have so many fond memories of Dexter, so I'm I'm, I'm considering that too. Oh yeah, so and it I'm was also nine fucking seasons. No, I no, no. This no. This must be the ninth season coming out. There's no way they had nine. Like this, oh. this one coming up must be number nine. I know it didn't go nine seasons. Dog. It went seven or eight, and this one is number nine. No, you're right. I'm sorry. I clicked on it and I okay. looked. I'm like, okay, I'm like, no way. This is the tenth season. Like it did no. not run no nine seasons. No, dog. no, yeah. Uh, so it, they already have an episode listing. I didn't think they would have an episode listing, which is not a it's not a detail listing. But I was on IMDb and I clicked, I'm like nine. And it just shows uh episode. It doesn't have a description, but it just shows that it's uh supposedly ten ten uh episodes. So yeah, okay. but it, it it did go eight. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, What's and up? I and, and the those final seasons were so kind of like average that I can't even remember. I don't remember anything about five, six, seven, or eight, like off the top of my head. Like, and I know they weren't all bad. But I can't. The only thing I remember is is I remember season four, and I remember the end of season four, and that's it. Like I don't remember nothing after that. <laughs> but I'm sure if I watch it again, it'll come back to me. But right now, I don't remember nothing from it. And I actually considering watching that again. Um, I hadn't thought about it until this actual moment, but I think that would be. And I'm, it's funny because I've been following somebody who's been watching who's been going through it for the first time, I think. And I've been seeing their tweets. And I, and I didn't think about it now. Like, that would be a good series to do, especially if they're going to do, you know, a new season this fall. So that might be on the list, too. Yeah, and I can't wait to see my mans again, uh, Lieutenant Dokes. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> no, I don't think we're going to see him, though. No, I'm, I'm talking about if I rewatch it. It's oh, rewatching. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, he ain't going to be in a new season. But, like, no, I would... I, 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 if I rewatch it, I look forward to seeing him again. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, going going through his whole thing because that motherfucker hated Dexter, dog. Yeah, he he, <laughs> he hated he, him so bad it was just funny to me, dog. Like, man, I ain't never seen nobody hate a motherfucker like this. <laughs> like, man, that nigga hated Dexter, dog. 
Yeah, his hate with Dexter was I like I don't I haven't seen a person in TV to hate a person like a like Dokes hated uh Dexter. Like that was true <laughs> fucking hate, dog. Yeah, man, he had it out for that dude. <laughs> and it's like, man, Dexter's so fucking likable, dog. And it's like, yeah, we know what Dexter is up to, and he suspected, but it's like, man, he he was so sure Dexter was a piece of shit. And the fact <laughs> Dexter just kept getting away with shit, it's like like just that's what made Dexter so interesting. Is that motherfucker would just barely miss getting caught all the time. And when he was just barely getting caught, just barely getting missed by deck by dopes, man, that shit would be so funny, dog. Yeah, I think I'm actually gonna watch that again. Like I I I've watched random episodes, but not uh but not the full full thing. And um yeah, I think that's on the list. That's definitely on the list. Yeah, that's a good one. So, yeah, our our options right now are uh, Breaking Bad, Dexter, Sons of Anarchy, and uh, I think there was a fourth thing that I can't recall right now. Oh, shit. I can't remember the fourth thing, but, yeah, I'm leaning towards – I'm thinking Breaking Bad, but, yeah, I I feel like Breaking Bad might be – I don't know. It's such a different kind of show from Game of Thrones. And I, I don't know. I feel like it'd be a weird transition to go from Game of Thrones to Breaking Bad. I feel like Game of Thrones to Dexter or Game of Thrones to Sons of Anarchy is a little bit more, I don't know, like they they, they go together. Like that's a smoother transition kind of. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I, I don't that. know. What do I know? <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. Um, it'd be next week when I start trying to figure out something. So um, what do we have? Uh, so do you want to expound on uh, Charles Barkley and his comments? Yeah, I mean, it was nothing too crazy. Um, he, uh, he, he commented about cancel culture, and he was saying that he don't like it because basically he's like, you can't even make jokes no more because everybody's trying to get you fired. And it, apparently, like, he has this ongoing thing where he cracks jokes about the women of San Antonio being big. Like big women in San Antonio, like where did where did that come from? I don't know. I haven't heard it, but I think (laughs) I haven't watched I haven't watched NBA stuff regularly in a long time. And when I do watch the NBA, I'm only watching Pistons games. So like when I I haven't watched like NBA on TNT consistently in a very very long time. So this could be a thing that he's been doing that I don't you know I don't know about it because I haven't been watching like that. But apparently he has something where he talks about San Antonio women a lot. And apparently he's been getting in trouble over that. And he, he says something like, you know, I'm sick of, I'm sick of this canticle shit. You know, he's like, I'm going a, I'm to a work on it. I'm going to work on, you know, inside the NBA until I'm 60. And then I'm going to retire and I'm going to fuck off because I'm sick of this shit. Like, you can't make no jokes no more. Everybody trying to get you fired. And the, the thing that made me want to put this as a topic is because, uh, you know, again, we've talked about cancel culture a lot. And, you know, I don't call it that. I call it accountability culture. You know, it's like people being held accountable for being fuck shit. But the problem, I think, is we don't have a clear line where uh, – and, and you can't make one. Like a line where this is where being offended stops and doing too much begins. Like there's no there's no line for that. So it's like – you can have things that are very clear cut one way or the other, but then there's so much gray area in the middle. And 
I kind of feel what Charles Barkley is saying because even though it's it's it, I haven't heard what he has said, but even though you might look at it as like, okay, it's pretty tasteless to make to crack jokes about the women of San Antonio or whatever, like or Texas or whatever, it's tasteless. But like, I kind of get where he's coming from because it it seems like you you know if you're if you're a a, a a a celebrity or someone who's on television, it's like every little thing you say, you have to worry about offending even the most select group of people or that group of people is going to try to get you fired. And I could see how as somebody who goes on television, how frustrating that must be to have to watch every single thing that you say, because people, because another thing I've talked about is how we live in the age of outrage where people just pretend like people get mad about shit just to get mad about shit. It's like, Oh, that offends me. And now they can make a big deal about it. So it's like having to worry about every little way you word things and every little particular kind of way to make sure you don't piss off some small subset of group, group of people who are then going to try to cancel you and get you. But I can see how that would frustrate somebody. So I, I, I feel where he's coming from, even though I don't consider cancel culture to really be a thing. It is a thing in, in that respect. And the fact that there are people who do that, who kind of like will like fake outrage at, at, at the slightest little thing so they can make it basically so they can make it about themselves that's the problem with cancel culture and the, and then that that makes it so that that celebrity who is experiencing someone who's just being a pissy little bitch about something that celebrity now looks at cancel culture as a whole problem because they've experienced the shitty side of it but they don't take it to account that by and large cancel culture is a good thing because it's holding people accountable for being pieces of shit but like it, 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 so it's it's such a it's such a fucked up situation because you only have people who, who understand, like you have people who are all about it, who are, who are ready to, to get everybody fired about every little thing. And then you have people who are, who completely hate it because they, they think like, oh, I just got railroaded for something stupid and now cancel culture is fucked up. And they, they just blanket, they just watch the whole thing as a, as a fucked up set of circumstances. But then you got somebody like me who can see the nuance like in the middle that gray area where it's like there's there's a large group of situations where it's accountability but then there's also a group of situations where it's fucked up and you can't blanket the whole thing as being great or as being a problem and it, i think it there's not enough nuance to this conversation there's too many people who are it's great or it's terrible and i think there should be more more nuance in the in the conversation about it yeah i mean i saw they had uh it was, they had quoted uh i think it was Kevin Hart talking about how he can't, he feel like he can't do the stuff that he was doing in the past because of, you know, offending people and stuff like that. But then it's like, you know, you have, you know, uh, there's a quote from Cat Williams, like, you know, if you can't make a joke without being offensive, are you really funny? And so it's tons of motherfuckers who don't fucking get canceled because they just don't say crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a, it's a balancing, uh, a balancing act, but, um, I didn't. I'm still. Try, I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck that. Uh, how did the big women in Texas or whatever the fuck come yeah, up? Yeah, I don't know. I, totally I don't know. <laughs> Me too. I don't know. But I just know that's where it came from. Was something about San Antonio because I I even saw a clip of him talking about it on the show, and 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 I think Shaq said something like, "What what about San Antonio women?" He's like, "They got big women in San Antonio. They got big women. That's all I said." Like. 
<laughs> and it's like, you know, it's Charles Barkley. That's what he said it and how he say it. But I don't know. They made it sound like it's a, the article I read made it sound like it's an ongoing thing. Like it's a thing that he does a lot. I I, I don't know. But I mean, and Charles Barkley yeah. think, thinking like he a white man that he can't get fucking canceled. Like he go he could really just stay there and say fuck shit till he's 60. Like, I don't know, dog. I think y'all should get canceled like a motherfucker and be gone. Not even canceled, but not getting that paid job that you get paid. So I I I, I he think said, he's he, I think he's pushing his uh limits of, of what he think he's uh um or what he feels he he's he's to them or whatever. Well, one thing he said that I, I do respect and I agree with is he said that you know, you know, people will try to get me fired or whatever. He's like, but one thing I'm not gonna do is apologize. He was like, I'm never gonna apologize. And it's like, I don't, I don't agree with that in a general sense. Like, I feel like if you fuck something up, you should apologize. But like, if 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 he says something like he says, you know, man, it's a lot, you know how Charles Barkley be cracking jokes. Like every time I go to San Antonio, all the big women hit on me. Like, say if he says something like that, right? And then and then women got offended. Like, oh, Charles Barkley uh, canceled him. Yada yada. And you expect Charles Barkley to apologize for that? Nah. Like no, I can and I can respect the fact that he's like no fuck that I'm not gonna apologize for that you know I was cracking a fucking joke it's not a big deal like I'm not gonna apologize for that at least he at least he has the balls to stand by what he said and if it's wrong hey Logan stands by it Logan he's right if he stands by it and he's comfortable owns it yeah I can respect that because a lot of people don't you know they will fucking backpedal or whatever as long as he if he stands by the shit I can respect that I just hope that I'd rather he do that than 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 issue a fucking fake ass apology. Like yeah, I I like him on the show. Um, because I, I always hate when, uh, Shaq does the bullshit. He hasn't done it in a while, but he would do this bullshit with Barkley whenever he get to a conversation. He'd talk about winning rings and Barkley didn't. I used to hate that shit. Like man, Shaq I, I was still, a whole I, Yeah, I hate yeah, that. Yeah, and I, and I don't care, and I I really don't care for Shaq at all. And most of the because of his commentary on the show whenever when in relations to uh, uh, to Barkley. Um, and. I, yeah, I just, I just never really cared for Shaq. I mean, I know he's a the he's show. A, the show never needed Shaq. I it never so needed. It was fine. It was fine with Chuck, Ernie, and Kenny, and that was that was that's how it's been the whole time I've been watching it. And I, I absolutely love like in thirty years from now, people talk about your favorite broadcast team. The first ones out of my mouth are going to be Charles, Kenny, and, and Ernie or inside the NBA. I loved everything about those three and Charles Barkley. I, you know, for for you know, every now and then Charles Barkley say some shit that I don't agree with, but at the end of the day, Charles Barkley has been entertaining for me for the entirety of my life. From a basketball player to a to an analyst, Charles Barkley has been there my whole life, and Charles Barkley has been entertaining from day one. And I absolutely love Charles Barkley, so I don't give a fuck if he says something about fat women or whatever, or big women or whatever the fuck he calls them. And he says, I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm cracking a joke. You don't like to suck my dick. That's Charles Barkley all day. And I'm cool with it. I'm not going to make him. A, I'm not going to sit there like he needs to apologize. Like, no, nah. I don't never want anybody. I, don't, I will never say that somebody needs to apologize. I, I will. I will think that they should apologize. but I'm not going to say that they need to because that's on them. If they if they're not sorry about it, I don't want your motherfucking apology. Right, <laughs> so I'm not exactly. going to say you need to apologize. Yeah. if I don't think you mean it. So don't fucking apologize. Easy as simple as that. Don't and fucking you, apologize. You mentioned Kevin Hart. You, you mentioned Kevin Hart, and you know we we we've talked again over and over about his 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 situation with apologies. And uh, uh, I was watching John Oliver on Sunday. Well, I wasn't watching on Sunday. It was Sunday's episode, but I watched it on Monday. And uh, he was talking about um, fuck. What was the context? 
it was something related to kind of like cancel culture or something like that. No, actually, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. I'm sorry. It wasn't John Oliver. It was uh, Bill Maher. And he read a quote because his final new rule was about um, uh, about basically people making it sound like the race, the, the, the race dynamic in America today is the worst it's ever been. And he's saying, like, you know, it's bad. But don't make it sound like it's the worst it's ever been when, you know, things like, oh, I don't know, slavery existed. Like, right, like you know, right. it's, not, it's not the worst it's ever been. Like, there's basically his point was like, there's no need to be hyperbolic. Like, it's not, you know, you don't have to, you can still acknowledge how terrible things are now without saying that it's the worst it's ever been. Like, that's too much. And he read a quote from Kevin Hart that I think was probably within the same context as what you just mentioned from Kevin Hart about how he can't do certain jokes or whatever. And the quote was him saying something like, white privilege and and something like that is that it's worth at the worst it's ever been and bill was like seriously like like really it's not like it's not the worst it's ever been like come on <laughs> like, like i would say that it's the worst it's been it's the worst it's been in modern day like over the course of maybe like the last uh, 20 30 years maybe it's the worst it's pretty bad right now especially privilege specifically like not even not necessarily racism but privilege specifically it, it's 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 on it's on a, it's on the very high end, but the worst it's ever been. Nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Like niggas, niggas was, was owned like, by, by people, so it's definitely not the right. worst it's been. Yeah, his whole point is like you know it, it's it, it's it's bad, but like you you don't have to say it's the worst it's ever been. Like it, it, it and his point at the end was like you know life existed before millennials. Like you know like so as a millennial. If, and I, I, I'm assuming Kevin Hart's probably a millennial, millennial. I don't know how old Kevin Hart is, but he's either a millennial or he's like slightly older. And his Bill Maher's whole point was like people like our age basically need to stop acting like nothing happened before us. Like 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 everything in our life is like like our life is the beginning of time. So so since things are fucked up now, it's the worst it's ever been. Like no, things were way worse before you motherfuckers here. Was his whole point. And yeah, I think like yeah, Kevin, Kevin keeps putting his foot in his mouth, and uh, yeah, not really. Bro, not I just really want that motherfucker. Uh, I just want him to be. That. I just want him to be rich and shut the fuck up, dude. Like I just really, like you escaped death recently. Like you know, you've made a lot of fucking money, and you've made a lot of fucking horrible movies, and you're still rich as fuck. Just live your life and shut the fuck up, dog. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he has been wildly successful. Like and. and it's crazy, like from from his humble beginnings to like how famous he's gotten. Like it it, it is crazy, and it's like, man, like it. I, I, <laughs> some people, and the, the, this is the problem I think with being a celebrity is that when you say certain things, you being a celebrity, you are automatically going to have a bazillion yes men in your ear who are going to agree with what you say because they want to be down with you because you're famous. So you don't have enough people in your circle or in your Twitter feed or whatever, who are there to tell you like, hey, like, hey, a lot of times you wrong about shit. So when you have nothing but yes men around you, you think that everything you say is right. So, so Kevin Hart started talking and he's saying whatever the fuck and he's probably got mad homies in his ear like, yeah, preach Kevin. You know, all these people who support him or, or who want to just be on Kevin Hart's dick that just say, you know, just co-sign what he says. He don't have enough people to, 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 for him to understand that he don't know it all. And like I think that that's where he's coming from is like he thinks he's right about a lot of stuff and he's not, and and like you said, Cat Williams made a great point. Like, you know, if you if you aren't able to tailor your comedy in that kind of way, maybe you're not as skilled as you thought you are. 
thought you were. So, uh, yeah, that was a that was a very interesting, uh, very interesting clip that I saw from uh, Cat Williams, whenever that was. I feel like that was maybe like two weeks ago, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a good one. And then the other thing from that that interested me, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Um, I haven't seen it. I'm pretty sure you haven't. But there's this new movie on HBO Max called In the Heights. And it's like a it, like a musical kind of thing by Lin-Manuel Miranda, same dude who did Hamilton. And apparently there's been a whole lot of controversy over that movie because him as a, a what's the term, Afro-Latino or something like that. You know, I, I don't know if he's, I don't even know if he's part black uh, or if he's just completely whatever Latin thing that he is. I, I don't know his, his background, his mixture, whatever. But apparently there are people who are pissed off because In the Heights has nothing but Lights, lighter skinned Afro Latinos and not darker skinned ones, and people Ooh. are pissed off because they're saying that there's poor representation in that movie. And then there are people who say that historically he has a problem with that. And I, I don't know if he historically has a problem with that or not. I know it's a whole bunch of black people in Hamilton, uh, but I don't, I don't know, I don't know if, I don't know if he has a historical problem with that or not. But there are people who are mad about that, and I'm curious what you think about that because, like. From my perspective, I can see how people can look at it and, and feel a way. But I also feel like, are we at a place now where, like, every manner of individual needs to be represented in every movie? Like, I, 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 don't, I don't understand why Lin-Manuel Miranda is obligated to have dark-skinned Afro-Latinos in his movies. Like, <laughs> like that's so specific. And I'm like... like so, so now what's, like, what's next? Like, like is there going to be some, some gay director who makes a movie and then they and he has gay and it has like say all gay people in the cast but then there's going to be some subset of gay people who are like yo there's not enough uh dark-skinned gay people who uh have had sex with both genders and like you know like like you know something real specific I'm like when does this stop where we start like where we stop having like feeling like we need to have every manner of representation and everything but like, like again I don't know enough about Lin Manuel Miranda. I'm struggling with this nigga's name. I don't know how. To, I don't know enough of his work to know if that's something he has a problem with. But I just know seeing seeing people saying that there's not enough dark skinned Afro Latinos in his movie. I'm like, he's like, I don't know if I was a if I was a let's just say he's just a Latino guy, right? If I'm a Latino guy and I make a movie and I cast a bunch of Latino people in it, I feel like I'm doing my job. Like I'm I'm giving my people a shot. So then if somebody, people come along like, well, they ain't dark enough, nigga. Like, okay, well, shit. Like, goddamn, why don't you make a movie with a bunch of dark-skinned Afro-Latinos in? Like, goddamn. Like, what yeah. kind of, like... Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I wonder... Please, you I, I wonder about that because it's like, are you holding him to a standard that this is the law of what history is or for that show? And so it's like, do you hold him that that much high esteem that you're looking at this as, as true history that you want him to be you want him to cast you know the the rainbow of sorts like that might be that might be a lot to ask for somebody like i saw i saw his apology and i saw people kind of going at him about it and i wasn't really familiar with the show wasn't really familiar with the show but it's a movie or, or the movie excuse me but yeah i, ju I just uh i didn't have much i didn't have much to say because i really wasn't familiar but just to your question i just don't know if if we're asking uh, too much from, because like there could always be a movie made to the representation that other people may want it, 
and it's not this and like if he just made a movie where it's supposed to have been like let uh let, you know afro latinas and it was like straight white people like okay then i'm like okay dude you could have found you know what i'm saying you definitely could have found afro latina people but with the shade i don't know i mean i get it i i i get it but at the same time i feel like i don't know if if that's always everyone's job to to be that person like someone else can make that movie and do that representation of how they perceive it like you know movies are perception of what this person in, in imagine and and i don't think that's that should come off as like full-on races of him and shit um, yeah I, I i just i don't fully support that 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 stance but like i say i'm not too familiar at all with the yeah, movie I, like i said either. i just saw tweets and shit. i'm not familiar with it at all <laughs> I mean, I've seen the trailer for it, but because it's it, HBO Max was putting that goddamn trailer on before every motherfucking thing, like every episode of Mayor Easttown. I got, I see it in the Heights trailer right before it. I didn't so, pay like, attention to that shit. Damn. Yeah, so like, I've seen that, but like I, I, I don't even really understand the concept of looking looking for a very specific type of representation. So, like putting that in perspective, like as black folks. Have you ever, because I haven't, have you ever watched the movie and felt like there wasn't enough representation of a certain skin color? Like, man, it's like, like, I've never noticed that. So I'm light-skinned, so I can't say I've never noticed a movie that will have all light-skinned people in it, because since I'm light-skinned, it wouldn't, it, that wouldn't come off as a problem to me, because they all look like me. But I also could say, if I saw a movie with all dark-skinned people, I would not sit there and be like, damn, they got no white-skinned niggas in this. Like, I'm not looking at it like that. I'm just looking like, oh, okay, cool. This movie got all black people in it. Bet. Like, <laughs> like I'm pretty yeah. sure, like, Judas, I'm pretty sure Judas and the Black Messiah that had nobody that looked like like me in it. Like, okay, you got fucking Dahlia Kaluuya, Lakeith Stanfield, old girl from the uh from the deuce or whatever. Like, none of them people is light-skinned like me. And I wasn't sitting there looking like, man, Judas and the Black Messiah got mad, dark skin niggas in it. Like, I'm like. I'm yeah, not looking, I'm not looking for that kind of stuff. Like, I don't even, I can't even understand that concept. Like, yo, it's a bunch of. It's, he made a movie about black people. It's got black people in it. Cool. Like, uh, like, I don't like, know, I, man. I, I, don't, I just can't get. Yeah. I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't see. I can't see a situation where a movie was made where it was, say, primarily darker skinned people, and they were lighter skinned people. Like, where the fuck were we at? And it even like holding any weight in any way. Like, I don't see that happening at all. I just don't see it happening. Me neither. So, yeah. I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't understand. And I saw that and I was like, man, why are people so mad about this shit, man? But yeah, that, yeah. that's all I really want to say on that. And, and then like the last thing I want to talk about was I've been, I've been, I've been wanting to bring this up on the podcast for, for months and I don't do it because it's so stupid, but like, I feel like the people who slow drivers got a whole lot of problems that I need to address because <laughs> like I'm experiencing it more and more out here in the suburbs and it's driving me crazy and like what I don't like there's a couple of things with slow drivers do that I don't like my most hated thing and it's my most hated thing in all of driving is people who like let's say you go on the freeway and you go in 70 and you in the fucking fast lane you go in 70 and it's a motherfucker in the middle lane going 50 and that motherfucker slowly change lanes in front of you going 20 miles an hour slower like it ain't nobody else on the freeway but them. So they ain't got to worry about what the fuck going on. That person is my most hated person on the road. Like, I want to hit those people so bad. Like, if I had a 
a big gate or something on the front of my car where I could ram their car and have no damage done to mine. I would really want to do that shit because those people, I fucking hate those people, dog. And the other people that I don't like is the motherfuckers who be driving slow as shit and then you go to go around them and then they want to speed up. Man. Like, nigga, don't get your motherfucking feelings because I decided to go around your slow ass. You chose yeah. to go slow. I ain't got time for your shit. Don't fucking speed up now because your feelings hurt for some fucking reason. Like, oh, man, I hate those fucking people, dog. Man, yeah, the slow motion, I, the slow I, motion I, lane change is my man. That should make me so mad, dog. I experienced that so much. I I hate the 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 move in my lane and then go slow. And it's like you see me going at a certain speed, and like why why are you driving to inconvenience me? Like I I I make a conscious effort to not inconvenience other drivers when I'm when I'm out. Like if Dang. I gotta fucking slow down, I'm going to the far fucking right lane. I am not getting in people's way. Like that's my thing. You turn off a, you know, I turn on eight mile often, and it'll be a motherfucker. You uh turns in the second, the middle lane, and you could have turned very well in the first lane and kept your speed and mood up. But instead, you slow me the fuck down to every other car. Oh my god! I used to want the uh. I used to have this 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 image of having like an 18 truck with a fucking ram on the front, <laughs> and I would just tear through motherfuckers' cars, dog, all the fucking time. But I see that shit so fucking much, man. I don't. It's it's like weird and enti- driver entitlement or some shit. Like I don't get it, man. I don't get it, in, it, I don't get inconvenience in other drivers because I want to be a, a dickhead. Like I just don't get it. Yeah, and, the, and another thing that they kind of do, this is kind of another offshoot of the slow motherfucker, is when you got that slow motherfucker in the fast lane, right? And there's all there's a whole lineup of cars behind them that they can't get over because you going so slow in your fast lane that everybody else in the other lanes is going so fast that you can't get out from behind them because they're going so fucking slow. Then when you finally get a chance to get out from behind them and get in front of them, then they change lanes. Like, oh, nigga. <laughs> that can be so bad, dog. <laughs> like, no, you did not change lanes after I was stuck behind your bitch ass for five fucking miles, dog. Now I finally can go around you, and now you want to change lanes. Like, oh, God, I hate those people. <laughs> yeah, I hate those. I hate the motherfucker drive the, the motherfuckers that drive slow in the left lane on the freeway. Like, this is not your lane. You can drive slow as fuck in the right lane. That's your lane. Mm-hmm. Go over there and do it. And then you got the nerve to look at me when I look at you. Cause I always, I, I make it a, I make it my shit to anytime I pass a fucking slow person in the left lane, I go back and I look at them and I shake my head. Like I make sure. You gotta look at this goofy motherfucker. You gotta see what they look time. like. <laughs> I do it and I shake my head every time. I want them to visibly know that I, I know that you are a dickhead every mm-hmm. fucking time. Like I'm not going to the point of giving nobody fingers and shit because niggas is crazy, but I'm definitely showing you that I know that you were doing a, so a fucked up job of driving. Like shit, the other morning, it was some company. I can't think of his name. I'm on uh, I'm on Telegraph right before the 96 uh, bridge. And this motherfucker went uh-huh. from the far left, the far right lane to cut over to go on the bridge. Now, he could have just rode the service drive and got stopped at a light and then just continued on it. But no, he wanted to inconvenience everybody else and slow everybody else down. I tweeted the fuck. I saw the fucking company name. I tweeted their ass, too. They never responded. Hey. But <laughs> but I put that shit out there. Like, I said, one of y'all drivers is reckless as hell. And, uh, hey. yeah, I just, man, that, I just don't, don't inconvenience anybody else because you want to be a dickhead. You want to drive slow? 
in the fucking right lane, dog. Every yeah, I don't understand those people who put everybody's lives at risk when they could just wait. <laughs> like, they could just like, fucking wait. A, like there was, there, there's been a bunch of times where like somebody will like, uh, like pull out in front of me. Like say like you uh you know you driving down the street and there's somebody at like the intersection and they making a right turn onto the same street that you on, and they turn in front of you going slow as shit because <laughs> because they're coming from a stop. So of course they're not flying or nothing like that. They turn in front of you going slow as shit. And then I look in my mirror and there's nobody behind me. I'm like, you could have waited two and a half seconds for me to pass. And then you could have turned and not cut off nobody. But instead, for some strange, inexplicable fucking reason, you decided you needed to turn right at that moment instead of two seconds later and cut me off and go slow as fuck. Like that mm. shit get on my nerves too. Yeah, I, I just I hate to commute, man. And just and it just makes even it makes me more pissed that I know I could do my job from home. So every morning I'm just pissed off because I can't work from home and I got to deal mm-hmm. with these stupid ass fucking drivers. Like I could avoid all this shit and just be in my fucking in my in the office at home working and shit. So it just it just brings up all other fucking issues that I have with with working in the office when I can fucking work at home. So, yeah, that shit bugs the shit out of me, dog. Bugs the shit out of me every fucking morning. It's not one morning where I don't deal with dickheads every fucking morning, dog. Yeah, me too. I mean, I got, you know, I'm coming from north, you know, 75 way up north, and I'm going all the way downtown. At 75, go down to two lanes for like a long stretch on both sides. And man, it's even worse when people do pulling that bullshit. And it's only two goddamn two lanes. lanes. You can't go nowhere. You can't even go nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that shit. It be acting up to that bitch all the time. Every fucking day, dog. Every fucking day. I just hope that I just I just be hoping I don't get in a fucking accident because that's the way that they should be driving to the point where I almost the fuck around and crash my shit because of somebody doing some dumb shit every fucking right. day, dog. Whew. Yeah, I be seeing cars fucking pulled off to the side every fucking morning. I'm like, man, I can't I have already have a long commute regardless, dog. And I got motherfuckers that's making it even longer because they now somebody did something stupid. Now it's an accident. Now it's a, uh, one of the lanes blocked off when it's already down to two lanes. Can't y'all get in the accident when the freeway wide open? <laughs> like, why man. you got to get in the accident when it's only two lanes? <laughs> like, man, at least have a common decency to fuck up in four lanes, bastard. <laughs> exactly. And do it in four lanes, not the two, mother, that we can't escape. Can't, you can't exactly. escape those two lanes. You're just stuck. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I, I, I need to get that off my chest because these motherfuckers out here got me tripping, dog. Man, these motherfuckers drive so slow out here. <laughs> like, man, ain't nobody in this city got anywhere to be, dog. <laughs> like, they just be bad. They just be sightseeing, dog. Like, man. I, I'm like, I just need people to drive with some purpose. You know, right. just get, get, if you're not going to drive, get in another lane, dog. Like, drive with some goddamn purpose, dog. Man, that shit fucks with me every fucking, every fucking day, dog. Whew. Yeah, well, I ain't got nothing else. You got anything else? Nope. All right, well, we'll see y'all next week. Yep. Peace. Peace. You can find a What Up Do podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of them. Do you listen on iTunes? If you haven't already, drop us a review. If you got questions, you can send them to What Up Do podcast at Gmail. That's W-U-D-U-P-D-O-E. P 
P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook or you can find us on Twitter at What Up Though Podcast. Peace.